everyone. This is A Voice for Our Time. I am Charlana Kelly. In light of the tragic massacre in Orlando, Florida, I thought it important to share some thoughts about the escalating evil we face in our world today. It's important to consider evil in light of the scripture, reminding ourselves of the words of Jesus, the apostles, and the promises of God. Before I get to the powerful life-changing words, it's important to think of our natural response to evil so that we can recognize where we are and see clearly how to take those thoughts and emotions captive to find peace in our Lord's promises and our future with Him. Our natural response to evil is fear, and fear is the most destructive tool of Satan. Think of it. Fear paralyzes. It subdues the fearful, and most tragically, fear silences the very one who needs to speak. Fear also causes the believer to have a perverted view of his or her Heavenly Father by entertaining Satan's plan and denying God's ability. Evil isn't a place or a face, it's a force. A force that is looking for a willing participant. The only power evil has is to distort our view of God and to consume us and take us to a place of doubt and unbelief. These are the real dangers of evil. And evil must be confronted, not tolerated, nor crouching in a corner hoping it will disappear. A child of God should never be afraid to confront evil. We are instructed to recognize it, to take authority over it, to bind it and subdue it in Jesus' name. Even though evil itself is not a face, the participant has a face and an obvious demonic spirit operating from within. Believers are told to recognize the spirit about a person, to stand against it spiritually in prayer, and to persist in that prayer as long as necessary. In fact, we are empowered and given authority to completely cast out demons in Jesus' name. We have been given keys to the kingdom of heaven. Jesus gave those keys to Peter, saying, Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. He said this in Matthew sixteen nine. What are we binding and loosing anyway? Well, we bind Satan and all his evil plan, his work throughout the earth. Jesus told us in John 10.10 that the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So it's not hard to identify his handiwork. So we bind death and destruction. Jesus went on to say, that he came to bring abundant life to all who would believe in him. So we lose that life. We lose God's word, Christ's name, the blood of the Lamb. We lose our worship. We bring heaven to earth. We also lose God's mighty angelic host to go to battle. Psalm 103 verse 20 reveals that God's angelic host, his angels excel in strength. Do his word heeding always the voice of his word. Isaiah 55 tells us that God watches over his word to perform it, and that when it goes forth or is sent out by mouth, it will not return void. 
it will accomplish that for which it is sent. All the more for you and me to boldly proclaim, declare, and pray out God's word. When we do, angels heed and do that word which we proclaim. That is powerful. It makes me consider and measure my own words in preference to speaking God's word in every situation or circumstance. God's kingdom is rising, and we must understand that the response to it will be violent, both from a spiritual perspective and from a natural perspective. Jesus said that the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. This was a reference to the season of John the Baptist preaching on repentance. So many were responding that commentators believe heaven shook. Well, heaven is going to shake again. Paul told this to the Hebrews in 1226. In addition, think of the violent response in nature when Jesus died on the cross. The temple veil was ripped from top to bottom. The earth quaked. Rocks split. Tombs were opened and dead saints were raised to life again, many seeing them and witnessing it. As a result, even centurions said this was truly the Son of God. That was Matthew twenty-seven fifty-one through 54, where you can find it. All of these natural responses were to the power of God being released in the earth through Jesus. Another example of natural response to God's powers demonstrated through Elijah. When God told him to go stand on the mountain as the Lord passed by in 1 Kings 19, 11 through 13, first a wind came and rocks were broken, then an earthquake, then fire, then a still small voice that asked Elijah a question. There will be natural responses to God's glory filling the earth today as well, so don't be surprised or afraid when it happens. Since Satan's days are being cut short and he knows it, he is pulling out all the stops to kill as many people as he can. He is doing it because there are willing participants to allow his evil, demonic forces to operate through them. We see this today, especially with the Islamic State terrorists. We also see this with abortion, pornography, the breakdown of the family, and on and on. Anywhere God's good and righteous plan was set forth, Satan comes in like a flood to pervert. But we, God's people, are to rise up and hold God's standard up against Satan and his forces. What is God's standard? His word. We are to hold up his word to any and every situation unfolding in our life and in the world. Our soon coming King Jesus will defeat Satan's army once and for all in the Valley of Megiddo. He will defeat them with the breath of his mouth. In one fell swoop, it will all be over, ushering in a kingdom reign when the lion will lay down with the lamb. Rejoice! If you are his... You are heir according to the promise, an overcomer, more than a conqueror. It's not like we didn't know, right? Jesus told us beforehand. He told us by Matthew, Mark, and Luke. In Luke's account, Jesus said, There will be signs in the sun and moon and stars, and on the earth dismay among the nations, bewildered by the roaring of the sea and the surging of the waves. 
Men will faint from fear and anxiety over what is coming upon the earth, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. At that time they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When those things begin to happen, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing nigh. See, Jesus already told us what will happen. In fact, he mentions the result of fear during that time. Men and women will faint from anxiety and fear. Don't let that be you. The only remedy for fear is faith in Jesus Christ. If you are doubting God's ability, then you need to reacquaint yourself with the Lord your God. Remind yourself about what he has done to deliver his people in the past. Think of Noah, think of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Think of Joseph, Moses, and the Red Sea, the walls of Jericho, and so many more. If you need a reminder, then read the Hall of Faith. Check out Hebrews eleven seventeen through 39. Meditate on this part of Scripture for a while. Read the cross-references noted in your Bible Get these powerful overcoming moments planted like seed deep in your heart so that when the heat of trial and persecution come, you will be ready to withstand. What are we believers to do until Christ comes? Well, first, we are to occupy and apprehend. This means to take ground for the kingdom. God told Joshua that everywhere his foot would step, he would give him that ground for his inheritance. That's in Joshua 1.3. We have an inheritance, too, in people and places. Souls are what God is after. People brought to faith in Jesus Christ. Psalm 2.8 says, Ask, and I will give you the nations as your inheritance. Yes, Lord, I ask. I say, give me the nations as my inheritance again and again. The shame that Jesus endured on the cross, Paul said, was for the joy that was set before him. Romans twelve two. What joy? The joy of many brothers and sisters brought into the kingdom of God. This is Christ's joy, and we ought to participate in it with him. So what's our responsibility? It is to apprehend and occupy. It's also to watch and pray. Watching the events unfolding, knowing the times and seasons, being fully awake and enforcing the kingdom of God wherever we go. When I say enforce, I don't mean with brute strength. I mean by virtue of presence. Ha! You carry and contain the presence and power of God. Get a revelation of this and know that where you go, wherever your foot will step, you are enforcing heaven and releasing God's presence and power into that place. And pray. Yes, pray. Pray without ceasing. I've often said my heart is ever before him. My thoughts, therefore, my mind and my lips are often praising and thanking him. I keep my mind and heart stayed on him at all times. If you are growing in this area and need help, here's a suggestion. Set an alarm on your phone to remind you to pray. 
At first, set it for the top of every hour. Yes, every hour. It doesn't take long. When you hear it, take a moment to tell God, thank you. I love you. I praise you. Be exalted among the nations. Be high and lifted up. Be enthroned on the praises of your servant. If you will do this consistently, your life will never be the same again. So that's what we do. That's our responsibility. But what about evil? What do we do? Well, the same thing. We pray. Paul told the Ephesians to pray with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and to stand, having done all to stand, to stand therefore, to literally withstand the enemy. He said those things in Ephesians 6. We have to keep standing and praying. I ask God often to uncover evil and root it out from its hiding place. I also ask for truth to be exposed and justice to prevail. And you will never go wrong praying the prayer Jesus taught his disciples. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. No matter what, never give up. Cling to God, keep your mind stayed on him. Don't be moved by the evil unfolding around you. Be a person of great faith in God saying, I am with God in Christ. It's his way or no way. I will finish my course in faith and I will see my reward. Say this with me right now. I am strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Yes, in Jesus name. When you do this, it shall be forever settled. And when fear rises up, remind your fear of how faithful your God is and how powerful he is and what he has already done in the earth and what he's about to do to Satan. Pray, my friend, and fear will flee. Fear will dissipate because it was always an invisible foe anyway. Thank you for listening today. I count it a joy and an honor to share my heart with you every week. I'm excited to announce that all of my ministry resources, Bible studies, and discipleship programs are being archived along with this podcast at charlannakelly.org. You will find a transcript of this program on the blog each week, and you can connect with me anytime on the website or at Facebook and Twitter by the same name. Also, subscribe to Daybreak for a daily dose of inspiration from me by email. You can always message me at charlana at charlannakelly.org. I'd love to hear from you and to pray for whatever specific needs you may have, you or your family and friends. I do believe God desires to bring great blessing into your life and that an acceleration of his plan has already begun. If you don't know Christ, now is a good time to settle where you will spend eternity. Heaven is a real place, and there's only one way to get there, faith in Jesus Christ. Life can deal some pretty harsh blows, I know. I've received some. But Jesus said, it's the thief who comes to kill, steal, and destroy. I've come that you may have life and have it to the full. To receive this life Jesus came to give you, All you have to do is pray and ask Jesus to come into your heart, repent of your sins, receive his forgiveness, and know that your future in heaven is settled this day. 
If you received Jesus today as a result of this message, contact me so I can send a free gift to you that will help you grow in your knowledge of Christ. Get into a Bible teaching church and surround yourself with people who love and serve the Lord. Until we meet again, Godspeed and God bless.